My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom I Chose podcast with your host, Martin Bonge. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to today's episode, which should be episode number 10, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's number 10. So today was a really, really difficult day for me because I woke up and I started watching the NBA Finals because I'm a huge basketball fan. And I mean, they had to resuscitate me like 300 times because the game was killing me, man. Jesus Christ. I don't have the heart uh, for that kind of stuff anymore. The game, they keep, you know, changing possessions and like, you know, the leads, they changed 300 times. And uh, yeah, it was, it was hard, man. The, the reason why it's so hard is because these two teams, so it's like Golden State and Cleveland, for those who don't know anything about basketball, might, that might not ring a bell. Uh, but I, I, I kind of like all these players, uh, and there's this player called LeBron James, so you've probably heard of the guy, uh, which I actually like the guy, you know, I, I, I do like the guy, I actually loved the guy for a while, but I have one of my buddies, Jesus, do you have these friends who are basically, he's so into LeBron James that he hates everybody else except LeBron, and the person he hates the most was my favorite player, Kobe Bryant and uh, basically whatever Kobe was doing was bad and everything LeBron does is good even though it's the same thing and it got to a point where now even though I was, I was cheering for LeBron like a few years ago I, I don't want LeBron to win not because I don't like the guy just because my buddy is going to, to talk until the end of times if he wins right so so basically I need the, the opposing team to win, regardless who the team is, I don't care, I just want them to win. So this morning, the game got to overtime and stuff. Anyway, nothing to do with the podcast, but yeah, it was uh, like the uh, uh, emotional roller coaster this morning. The game, is, uh, the game is finished, they won, so I'm happy, right? So now I'm in a very good mood for my podcast. Could have been a very different mood had they lost, right? Uh, so today I, uh, I wanted to touch base on, um, on something else, something very important again, because everything I tell you is important, obviously. Uh, but this is one of the key differences, um, that I see between successful people and unsuccessful people. Okay. And I'll say, you know, quote unquote successful, because I mean, success 
will vary from one person to the other, right? Like, the, you know, your success might be, well, I want you to have a beautiful family and stuff. If you do, you're successful and stuff. But when, you know, when people say successful, uh, you know, you see, you know, people who manage to, you know, achieve great things and blah, 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 right? So I'm not saying that this measure of success needs to be exactly yours and stuff, but all these like really high profile, you know, successful people, they have something in common and even not just in business, right? But they, they do have something in common that, you know, people who are not like having success in their life don't have or don't do, all right? And the basically what they don't have is the fact that they're not making excuses all the time, all right? Uh, this is crucial. If you want to succeed in anything, you need to stop making excuses and you need to start making progress. Okay, that's I will repeat that. You need to stop making excuses and you need to stop making progress. Because the only way to move forward in, you know, in life, in anything you want to do, is to, you know, again, stop making excuses and take ownership. Okay, because what is the main characteristic of excuses? I mean, the, the, the main excuses that people will give you are usually external circumstances, right? It's, oh, Jesus Christ, the economy is bad. The client sucks. Uh, my boss is a jerk. And uh, I don't know, the software is clunky. Uh, ah, just have bad luck and stuff, right? So in, with all these external circumstances, the, uh, what, what's the... The, the common ground that I, all, all, this, all these excuses have is that, well, it's, it's out of your control. So you don't have anything to do with it. So basically, well, you're, uh, you're the, the angel who, uh, who's uh, being targeted by this bad luck and all these elements, right? So you don't have any responsibility in it and it makes you feel better about yourself. Like, well, it, that's the easy, that's the easy option, okay? And this, if you go down that path, then this is the, well, the, uh, the, the highway to like a miserable life, if you ask me, okay? Uh, then that's my opinion. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, I don't know everything about everything, but in my opinion, if you go down the, that route of making excuses all the time and basically having zero responsibility in whatever happens to you, because, you know, it's external circumstances, then you're not going to get anywhere in life. Okay, so let's say, for example, the economy sucks, right? So the economy sucks, but maybe you, I mean, there is this economy like I've never heard about, you know, this economy that only applies to you, right? When people tell you, oh, the economy is bad, it sucks and stuff. I'm like, dude, like, is there, is there an economy that only applies to you? It applies to everybody, right? And, you know, we all have the same circumstances. If there's bad weather, if there's this, if there's that, that we all have the same circumstances. Economy affects everybody, all right? And um, you, can, you can't, you know, keep making excuses like this um, to just, you know, basically, uh, you know, make yourself, you know, feel better, right? And um, that, that's the, the, the one thing that people don't understand, you know, when they're making all these excuses, is there are two different uh, elements that people actually... Um, they cannot dissociate it, uh, dissociate them, and it's it's imperative that you do. You need to make the difference between two things. 
you need to make the difference between your fault right and your responsibility okay these are two different things but people just just take them as a whole and basically when something happens they forget about responsibility it's just fault oh it's not my fault someone else's fault and it's always someone else's fault maybe you, you have friends like this or someone you know they haven't done anything in life in their life they're always oh no 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 that's not my fault it's someone else's fault okay and it's crucial that you do you do understand the difference between fault and responsibility okay so sometimes something bad will happen to you okay and it might not be your fault okay it's not your fault you know if you have a um, you know, if you have an accident, well, a car accident could be your fault as well. I don't know. But if you have an accident, I don't know, there is something that falls out of the sky, uh, you know, and, and hits you in the head. It's not your fault, right? You, you, it's not, you haven't, you know, you haven't done anything to cause this, right? But you do have a responsibility uh, to, you know, to make sure that it doesn't happen again or that you mitigate the risks uh, in the future. Okay, or, you know, to make sure that if this happens, then you're like protected and stuff. All right. So the, the same thing will be like if you have a kid, right? So if you have a kid, you're responsible for uh, whatever the kid does. Is that your fault? No, it's not your fault. It's a kid. It's just doing random stuff. What kids do. Okay, so it's not your fault. It's the, you know, the, the kid did something silly, but you're responsible for it. Okay, and it's very important that you do uh, understand this, 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 this distinction because this is one of the main things that will help you move forward in, uh, in life. Because, you know, in, you know, in life and in business, stuff will happen, okay? Don't think that when you're an entrepreneur, because other people think that, oh, once you make it, that's it, man. You, you can sleep all day. You can, uh, you know, you find it and it's just, it's, it, it, it is just going to run smoothly for the next 20 years. Now, stuff happens, stuff breaks, software breaks, there's something that changes. And uh, I don't know, your client has a problem and you have to fix all these problems and all that stuff. It's, uh, you know, you need to be, to be prepared for it. So you, you can find a, a really good idea. It might work for like, I don't know, a year. You don't have any single problem, but you're going to run into problems as well. Okay. And if you don't have this uh, mentality, so first of all, like problem solving mentality and also the mentality of, um, you know, uh, you know, taking your responsibility and to mitigate your risks and stuff, then your business is going to die after like, I don't know, a year, two years, even though it was the perfect business. If you don't know how to apply this, your business is going to go underground. Okay. So it's very, very important that you, um, you understand this. So uh, uh, let me give you some, some examples of, you know, stuff that, well, it's not necessarily your fault, but, you know, it could be, it's your responsibility, right? So me, for example, I'm just going to tell you a story about uh, one of my businesses. I had this business, uh, and this business was flourishing, man. It was awesome. Oh, it was really awesome. So uh, this is what happened. So, um, you know, and, and that could actually help you if you, want, if you want to build a, like a business or something in whatever you're doing. So what I do is that I always try to uh, reduce the number of uh, steps uh, that I have to take to have the most efficient process possible, okay? And um, I'm, I'm using the, like the Pareto principle, which is the 
I'm trying to find the 20% that are going to give me 80% of my results so that with the minimum of, I mean, minimum, like a, like a with fewer efforts, uh, that are uh, more targeted, I can get pretty much the same results as other people. And I will basically rule out everything that's, you know, I, I deem unnecessary because of the impact it brings. All right. So when I was starting this business, um, I was like, oh, okay. So there are 300 things you can do on the internet, right? You can make money, uh, you know, with affiliation, with like drop shipping, uh, selling your own product or, uh, you know, with a marketplace or with this or with that. Blah, blah. So it's, it's, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty hard to choose. Okay. So I was like, okay, I need something, uh, where I have repeat buyers. Okay. The reason why I won't re re repeat buyers is because I don't have to fight every single day to get new clients. Okay. So I needed something where people buy repeatedly and I can have, you know, returning clients and my acquisition costs are way, way lower. All right. So I started looking at what can I sell? And, uh, so let's say you sell computers, like you sell, I don't know, like a, yeah, like a computer, right? Computer, they're like, I don't know, $2,000. I don't know how much computers cost, but let's say it's $2,000. $2, so let's say I sell you a computer today. Uh, can I sell you a computer tomorrow? No, <laughs> I have to wait maybe a year, two years or something before you come and buy a computer from me. So you might buy, I don't know, like software or whatever, like equipment and stuff. But people, what happens is that people usually buy it once. So you buy a computer, you buy the case, you buy the mouse and you buy the keyboard and stuff. And then you might change that down the road, but you know, some, some, some other time. Okay. So long story short, I looked at, um, industries where I, I basically, uh, had people who would buy repeatedly. So that means once I have my client base, then I'm, I'm pretty much gold. Okay. So, uh, I decided to go into clothing. Okay. Because people buy a lot of clothes. And, uh, from there, uh, I started to, uh, drill down even more. I was like, okay, clothing, you have men, you have women. All right. So who am I going to go with? Obviously I decided to go with women because I know men, right? So men basically, uh, maybe it's changed. Like people are fashionable and stuff now, but men, I mean, unless your, your jeans look like a, you know, these like strippers and stuff, like they can rip off their jeans and stuff, unless your jeans look like this you're not going to change them. Okay. Men are going to keep their clothes. Uh, I mean, as far as long as they possibly can. All right. So I decided to rule out men. I was like, dude, I'm going to specialize in women. All right. So from there, you can see that I, uh, I drilled down the markets that I could go in from, you know, anything possible, not like business model. Sorry. I started with business models. So my, my business model was affiliation. And then from there I went into clothing. Okay. So I, I drill down and then I'm affiliation, clothing, women. All right. Okay. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it starts being way more, like way more precise for me. And then once I was there, I was like, okay, so I'm selling these clothes to these women. Um, which brand should I go for? Because there are hundreds of brands, right? So what I did is I started testing different brands. So I tested, tested, tested to, uh, to identify the brands that were giving me the highest return. And then I was going to focus on, on these brands and not on the other ones, because, you know, I don't want to put in, put in efforts for something that doesn't give me a good enough return. Okay. So after running the tests, I identified one brand that brand was giving me something like maybe five or six times 
the return that any other brand was giving me. And they were like, I don't know, like maybe like 90% of what was coming in was for that brand. All right. And so what, what did I decide to do? I decided, I decided to specialize in that brand, right? Because it was like 90% of my income was coming from there. Why would I bother, you know, you know, spending another like, I don't know, six hours a day working on the other ones uh, where I could actually have this time for myself to enjoy my life and to learn other stuff, right? So you can see that, um, you know, we've been, uh, we've gone on tr off tracks, right? Uh, but I'll, I'll come back to what I was saying before. I just wanted you to understand the mechanics of how I selected my business, how I drilled down all the time, all right? So we went from, you know, business model affiliation, and then from affiliation, I went into clothing. The reason why I went into clothing is because people buy clothes like repeatedly, right? Then afterwards, I went into women instead of just you know men and women. I went to women. I think the potential was better. And uh, from there, I selected the brand. Okay. So now I had this affiliation business with one big brand, and it was working super well. All right. Um, and then, um, so the collaboration was fine, right? Me, I was like, dude, I'm set up for life, all right? Uh, and uh, for like, I don't know, uh, a year, everything was fine. Then, you know, you have a problem with the, the, with the, with the brand, you know, someone bought something, they weren't happy, they started sending emails saying, oh, yeah, well, uh, people tricked me into buying, which actually wasn't true. So you have to deal with a few, a few things, right? It's not just, uh, you know, it doesn't just flow, okay? So we had a, you know, a bunch of problems, um, you know, throughout the years and stuff, but everything was manageable. Uh, until one day, like the client, my, you know, that brand started acting funny, right? They started changing stuff at their end and, and blah, blah, blah. So um, at that point, when my main client started you know, acting funny and stuff, is it my fault? It's not my fault. I mean, I'm, I'm not in her head, right? It's not my fault. But my responsibility was that I ended up putting all my eggs in the same basket, all right? Which put my business at risk. So what happened is that client starts acting funny, they're like, well, you know what? We might cut your commissions from like, you know, 30%. Bam, they cut my commissions. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to cut the com commissions again by 20%. Bam. So all of a sudden, I make way less than before, you know? And uh, at some point, they were like, well, you know what, dude? Like right now, we were restructuring stuff in our company. So we might stop the affiliate program for a while. And uh, bam, next thing you know, um, I was in trouble. All right? So was it my fault? It wasn't my fault. Uh, well, you know, somehow, yeah, it was my fault because, you know, normally you know that you shouldn't put your, all your baskets in the, you know, your eggs in the same basket, but it wasn't my fault specifically that, you know, stuff changed at their, at their end, but it was my responsibility to make sure that either that doesn't happen. So in the, in the beginning, when I, when I, I was drilling down, I should have worked with more brands, right? Um, so in that case, it was my fault as well, you know, uh, uh, but my responsibility is to make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay. So if something bad happens to you and, uh, well, you know, it's, you could, well, it's not your fault. Some, I mean, it's an external circumstances, at least, you know, at least if you weren't prepared for that, at least make sure it doesn't happen again. And this is your responsibility. Okay, that's something you have to understand and, um, 
and integrate, okay? So basically my responsibility was to make sure that never again I am dependent on one single person or one single brand, one single client or something, which is something that I apply now. I already knew that before, uh, you know, before starting business, obviously, but you know, in this case it was very tempting, right? So I didn't have to, I had to work, I don't know, like two hours on Mondays and I was making as much money as, uh, as if I was working you know, uh, eight hours a week, uh, you know, like, yeah, eight hours, no, not eight hours a day, eight hours a day for the whole week. So that it was very tempting. That's why I did it. Um, and, um, yeah, so that was one example from my, my own experience. Okay. I'm going to give you another one, <laughs> which now that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it, I realized that on top of being my responsibility is my fault as well. But anyway, um, well, and uh, yeah, like something that can happen to you, like you have a, you have an accident. I already told you about that. You have an accident um, and uh, well, you need to make sure it's not your fault that you had an accident unless you're suicidal and you're trying to kill yourself, right? Which I hope is not the case for you, right? But usually an accident, that's, that's what it is. It's an accident, all right? And it's not necessarily your fault, but it's your, I mean, you do have a share of responsibility in there. Um, uh, in the sense that, for example, make sure you, you have an insurance. It's a, your responsibility to make sure that you mitigate all these risks. Okay. So, you know, you never know what can happen. You know, something, something bad can happen to you, but your responsibility is to make sure that if it happens, you're covered. Okay. All right. So let me give you another example. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a personal example as well. It's my bank. All right, so I already talked, uh, talked about banks in one of, one of the, the podcasts, but I bought this apartment uh, nine years ago uh, in France. And um, I, I, I bought it not because I wanted to buy something, but just because people told me, dude, you need to buy something. Well, you need to buy, you need to be a landlord because this is the way of the future and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I, I don't know why, I usually don't let people in, uh, influence me. But in this case, I was like, ah, you know what? I might go and buy something, okay? So I bought this apartment. I'm not like, I, I don't like to own stuff. Me, I'm, I'm more like, you know, I like to rent, man. Like, because when you rent, it's not your place. If you want to move, you just move, right? It might change afterwards, but right now I, I want the flexibility and the freedom to just pack my stuff. You know, like here, for example, I just have my clothes, like the furniture and everything is not mine, right? So I can just pack and leave, right? So it wasn't me being like a landlord and then owning like land and stuff. It's just not me. I don't like that stuff, but I actually, I actually uh, bought something, okay? And, um, uh, so basically, I have the most, the most horrible mortgage <laughs> of anybody I know. When I tell them what my interest rates are, they're like, dude, what, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean that's your interest? And I'm like, dude, yeah, that's my interest rate. And they're like, dude, the banker raped you off. And everybody tells me that. Dude, you got ripped off by your bank. Uh, you know, this is a scandal and blah, 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 blah. All right. So, uh, under normal circumstances, if you have people who are always making excuses, this is what they're going to tell you. Oh yeah, my bankers are crook, banks are bad, and the bank actually just wanted my money and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And this is not how I see it. Okay. So in this case, I, I, I realized that I'm both at fault and responsibility. Before you actually get the loan and everything, it's not like they put a gun to your head or something. 
they will give you all the documents, right? They will tell you, this is your interest rate. This is, the, um, this is how much you're gonna pay every month. This is how much it's gonna cost you if you go all the way to uh, the end of the, uh, like the, the mortgage and blah, blah. They give you all the documents, all right? Why did I get this, um, this like loan, this like horrible mortgage and stuff? Because I didn't read the freaking documents, all right? My responsibility, and in this case, it was my fault as well. Like I'm committing uh, to uh, 25 years, you know, like a, a mortgage of like 25 years or whatever, to buy something. So for the next 25 years, I'm committed. And my responsibility is to go and document myself. Right? I need to read, I need to understand what I'm getting myself into, right? I didn't do that. It's not like the banker didn't give me all the elements. He gave me everything. He, he was like, he was just talking to me. And for me, it was just like, blah, 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 blah. I should have listened and I should have understood how bad it was and actually made my calculations um, from, you know, how much I can actually rent the place and how much my mortgage cost me and stuff. Okay. I didn't do any of this. Okay. So in this example, uh, I'm both at fault, you know, instead of like the, the easy solution will be to say, oh, bankers are crooks. No, the banker is not a crook. He gives you all the document and you, you don't have to sign here on the spot, right? There is not someone with a shotgun, uh, you know, just behind you saying sign here. No, they give you the documents and you have something like a week or whatever to go and study them. So even before that, you should have studied, right? But you still have a week to think about it. You still have a week to go see people and, you know, figure out what you're getting yourself into. If you don't do that, don't make excuses saying the bank's a crook, it's not my fault. It's not the bank, it's you, right? Your responsibility is to make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. And, um, and yeah, so that applies to me, okay? And now my responsibility is to make sure I never get, you know, such a bad deal in the future, okay? That I make, uh, you know, I, I, I actually make sure I know what I'm getting myself into. Okay, so these are the kind of things that I want to, uh, I want you to um, implement in your life as well. Okay, uh, because there are a lot of things we complain about a lot of things, uh, and uh, we're actually we do have a share of responsibility in it. All right, so um, I could give you like more examples and stuff, but you know it's uh, it, I, I I hope you well uh, you get the picture. Okay, sometimes. You know, it's not like it's not you who, uh, who started uh, whatever happens. It's like external circumstances, but it doesn't mean you don't have any responsibility in it. Okay, don't think you know people ripped you off and stuff. You should have known better. Should have done your research. In my case, okay. So this is what I do. Okay, me. me what I do is every time something happens to me, the first thing I do is to look at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, what is your share of responsibility in what happened? It's the very first thing I do. And it's the very first thing that, you know, you know, I will say successful people will do. Okay. Pointing fingers is easy. You know, it's easy. Oh, it's you. It's, it's Bob. It's Susan. All right. It's easy. This is what, you know, most people will do is, oh, dude, I'm not, I'm not responsible. And, um, and it's, it's Bob. But if you remember what I told you, uh, in a, um, like two podcasts ago, maybe last podcast, we are conditions, the condition to avoid mistakes at any cost. Okay. So when you're pointing fingers, you're basically dodging 
every every single chance of you have you know having made a mistake and that makes you feel better okay so oh no no it's not me it's someone else's mistake and what happens if you never make mistakes then you're going to repeat the same thing because whatever you're doing is obviously you know is obviously the right thing right uh and uh, and that's that's something this is where why a lot of people will actually never make any progress uh, in life because you know if you listen to them they haven't done anything wrong so if you haven't done anything wrong why would you actually change it you know what I mean and me what I do is that I'm always 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 trying to improve the you know making progress instead of making excuses all right so let's let me uh, give you an example uh, in my team so I, I do have a team right so um, I will give some instructions to the team. Okay, guys, you need to do this and you need to do that and stuff. And if a mistake has been made and, uh, you know, in something that needed to be executed, I am not blaming anybody in the team, man. I am looking at the process and I will, I'll figure out if the process was good enough for people to understand it. Okay. Because it's not necessarily the people who fail, it's the system that you designed that failed, right? So stop blaming people like straight away, oh, Susan, you messed up and blah, blah, blah. But maybe you thought that the process that you gave Susan was, was clear and maybe it's not. So I will sit with Susan and I will, I will ask Susan, okay, which part of the process was not clear and which part of the process can I maybe, maybe detail a little bit more and make it clearer for so that next time you know what to do. Okay, so this is my approach, for example, and it, it works 10 times better because here's the thing. If you fire Susan, you're like, yeah, get out. Right, you fire Susan and you hire Mandy, for example, and Mandy comes and bam, same mistake. You fire Mandy and stuff. This is what's going to happen because you're just dodging the, 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 the problem. The problem could be the, the, the process and could be the way you designed it. Okay, so make sure to improve uh, what, you know, to look at yourself in the mirror first and ask yourself if uh, you have a share of responsibility in it. And I mean, this, uh, if you do this, it's going to completely change your life. Your relationship with other people uh, is going to change a lot because people don't like to be blamed. Like, uh, you know, people are more likely to, uh, to be like su successful, more successful, happier, uh, friendlier and more efficient if they're in an environment where they feel appreciated and respected. Okay. If you keep bashing people and blaming people, trust me, it's not going to work. And this is what people do all the time by just pointing fingers. Oh, it's you, uh, get out. Uh, you made the mistake and stuff. No, just look at yourself first. And then afterwards, once you, um, you, uh, you feel like, well, you've, uh, you've done everything you could have, um, then you can sit down with the person and actually ask the person, what do you think we could have done more? Because they can give you a, another angle on it, but always, 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 that's what I always do. And I make progress on my life every single day is I look at myself first. I don't blame people. I don't like blaming people. It's useless, right? Again, if you blame people, it means that whatever you did, well, it's right, and you're going to do the same mistake over and over and over again and always complain about it, okay? Um, and this is something, for example, in, uh, you know, aviation, like, you know, the planes and stuff. This is what they do. 
right? Have you seen how aviation works and how they improve? Uh, it was same thing with cars and uh, like all the, the like motorized um, uh, like you know, I don't know, like cars and planes and all that stuff. The the, the aviation. If there is a uh, if there is a problem, so let's say for example, I remember um, I think it was the uh, Concorde, so this French supersonic plane. Um, so there was a problem where it was taking off and uh, and then a pigeon or something got into the engine. Right? Is it their fault? No, it's a damn pigeon, right? So are you you know there are millions and billions of pigeons on the pl on this planet, so. You know, if you, if you just say, ah, you know what, the pigeon's fault, yeah, well, <laughs> you're going to have a lot of problems, okay? So when something like this happens, it's not your fault, it's some damn pigeon, but you need your responsibilities to make sure it doesn't happen again. And this is how they evolve. So every time there is a, like a problem, a crash, a, an outage or something, they will analyze and they will, and they will take responsibility for what happened and they will make sure to improve. And this is what you need to do. And trust me, if you apply this for even like, I don't know, like a week, you will see the progress. I mean, the amazing progress that you'll have in every single aspect of your life. You're going to improve as a person and, um, and you're going to have better relationships with people. Instead of just blaming people, uh, you're going to become a better person. So it's not just about you know, business and stuff. All right? Um, and um, yeah, just the, 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 the last thing is like, you know, if you have uh, if you have someone in your uh, someone in your life who's like the unluckiest person on the planet, right? So you do, you do have uh, you know that person who says, "Oh, dude, I'm so unlucky. Everything you know you know only bad stuff happens to me," and blah blah blah, and always moaning about their bad luck and stuff. Do you think they're unlucky? No, they're not unlucky. They they just don't take responsibility for anything. Everything that happens has nothing to do with them. And as a result, they don't change anything. And if you don't change anything, what happens? It comes back to bite you in the ass. All right. Me, I had a, um, I knew someone back in the day. I don't, I don't want to name the person, <laughs> but that's, that's uh, how that person was. Always, always, like always blaming people. Had never done anything wrong. And it was so bad that even, even um, her mom, her mom was convinced that oh, her daughter was the, the unluckiest person on the planet. Oh, you know, my daughter has been so unlucky. She only met bad people and blah, 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 blah. And, and at some point I'm like, well, if you have this streak for the, the last like 15 years or something, do you, you don't think that there is one common denominator and maybe you should look somewhere else? Maybe it's your, it's your daughter who's having a problem and, um, and she's basically just repeating the same mistakes because you know, she doesn't take responsibility for anything. And you don't want that. You have, if you have people like this in your environment, I'm not saying get rid of your friends and stuff like that, but I'm saying these people will be toxic for you because uh, you know, your, your environment actually has a, like a, you know, an impact, can have a, a positive or a negative impact on you. And who am I to, to decide what's positive and what's negative? But you know they can they can uh, pull you one way or another. And people were always making mistakes, uh, always making excuses and blaming others and stuff. They're toxic for me. Okay, I'm 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 talking you know for myself. They're toxic for me. You know people are always whining and and complaining and stuff. I don't want them in my life. I want people uh, who want to move forward. All right, and not people want to you know stay where they are or even move backwards uh, because they're so 
you know, uh, they're so into their, their thing and just assume that the rest of the world is after them and stuff. Okay. I don't want you to, uh, to be that person. All right. So, um, yeah, I think that was kind of a long podcast, uh, but this is crucial. It is, it is crucial as a human being in everything you do. So whether it is with your kids, your friends, your spouse, your business, Every, in everything you do, if you apply this, you're going to be so much happier. Me, I'm super happy about you know, the way I, I, I live my life because um, I have a good relationship with people, right? Uh, I, I think I do, uh, but it, it helps me every day. Every day I will learn something and I will grow every day, all right? Uh, and I, I, I wish the same thing for you, okay? So um, yeah, that was it for, um, for today's podcast. Uh, if you, um, you know, if you think it was valuable, uh, uh, I would say valuable. Yeah. Like, you know, brought value, then don't hesitate to, uh, you know, leave a, uh, a review or something, uh, a, a five-star review. Ah, who am I to say no again? Right. All right, guys. And, uh, well, as always, if you like the podcast, please tell everybody about it. And if you don't, please keep it for yourself. All right, guys, so I will see you in the next episode tomorrow. See you guys. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Evonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they will show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I wanna ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet. Okay. And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com. And in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast. But you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and I see you in the next one. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Bye.